Hello, and welcome back to Let's Review It. I am your host, Haley Christensen, and today we are talking, we are reviewing Season 1, Episode 3 of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. This episode is called The Asset, and I am so excited to talk about it today. During each episode, I do take notes of what is happening in the show and what it could possibly mean, so I try if it's a little jumpy, I'm sorry. With that said, let's get into the episode. I did take a lot of notes on this episode because a lot of stuff happened. So, in the beginning of the episode, it starts different. The past two episodes, we have started out with a huge explosion. And, like, that really draws your attention in. But with the beginning of this episode, we just start with a person driving a semi-truck. So, this person is driving the semi-truck, and we just think at first it's, like, a normal guy driving a truck. But then, like, and they do some fancy truck driver talk, you know, like, if you've ever seen Smokey and the Bandit, you know that truck drivers have their own special language, almost, on their radio. So, this car, like, goes and passes this truck, and... It randomly just flips in front of the truck. Like, nothing provoked it. Nothing happened. The car just flips. So this this kind of draws you in. It's not as big as an explosion, but a car flipping upon its own accord is interesting and intriguing. And so we're like, what's happening? And we find out that this truck is actually with S.H.I.E.L.D. The truck is really fancy. Like, it appears normally to us at first. But then he starts pressing, like, some random fancy gadget. And, like, we learn that this truck is actually with S.H.I.E.L.D. Because it says, S.H.I.E.L.D. truck blah 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 is under attack. Or something like that. So it really draws us in. <laughs> um, And we find out this truck is... Um, hauling some cargo. We don't know what the cargo is right now. And right now, I was going through a whole bunch of emotions. Intrigue, interest, confusion. What's happening? Like, I'm so confused at this point. And so, yeah, after we find out, we don't know what the cargo is. But then the truck flips and it gets into the air and he's saying, yeah, there's no way to explain this. I'm being overtaken, whatever. And then some people with guns that are like dressed kind of in camo, like you almost think they're a military, come out and they have an excavator and they start destroying the back of this truck to get this cargo, I'm assuming. Well, then we know they are trying to get the cargo. And the cargo is an actual person, like a human person. Don't know what that's about. So that's how this whole episode starts. We then get sent to what's happening on the bus with the team. And it opens with banter and training from Ward and Sky. And we now know that Ward has decided to become Sky's SO or supervising officer. And as like Sky is 
lazily punching at this punching bag. Um, she's like, oh, I'll just get uh, Coulson to give you that truth serum again and have you spill my gut, your guts out to me, whatever. And <laughs> Ward is like, you mean the level one intel I was allowed to give you? And Sky is so confused, and she's like, what? And Ward is like, there's no truth serum. And then we find the team has gets called to a meeting on the bus by Coulson. And this asset that was a person is a physicist. Also, just a side note, we already learned the title. Like, the title is called The Asset. And so, we at this point, we already know that the asset is this person. Like, this episode will be about this physicist. And Fitz and Simmons know this guy. And, of course, we have the lovely Fitzsimmons banter. I live for Fitzsimmons banter, I have to admit. Because, because they're just so, like, they're best friends and they are so good together so good together they deserve nothing but the best so Fitzsimmons banter is going amazing and I love it more and more with each episode I watch anyways um they go to the scene of the crime and like they found the spot where the truck was flipped and, um, Simmons is, like, messing around with stuff, and she throws some dust into the air, and it start it doesn't just go up and down. It starts, like, flowing around and whatever. And they soon find that this small machine, like, not even an inch in diameter, uh, caused all of this caused the cars to flip, caused the truck to flip, everything. Which is like, holy crap, that's a lot. And then they get back onto the bus and they're discussing stuff, whatever. And uh, Sky mentions to Coulson that Ward said there's no truth serum. Coulson just says, oh yeah, really? And Sky's like, yeah. And then Coulson just walks away. So obviously there was no truth serum and Ward was just allowed to say that stuff because they needed Sky on their side. Okay. <laughs> um Ward and Coulson Ward. Sorry about that. Um Ward and Coulson go to the guy that sold his excavator to these paramilitary people type and asks him, like, why would you sell it? We need names, whatever. The guy freaked out. We don't have names. I don't have names. Like, I have nothing, whatever, whatever. And then they ask, how do did they pay you? And he points to a bag that was on his horse, and it's solid gold bars. And, of course, Warren makes a couple jokes about this being the Wild West, ha, ha, ha. But, holy Jesus, 
solid gold bars. We later learned that they were only 92% pure and he got skivvied out of 8% per each bar, but whatever. <laughs> and so, yeah. And we also find out where this gold came from. And it comes from this guy, Ian Quinn. Now, if you watched the episode, which you should, I should have said there are spoilers in every single one of these episodes. Sorry, spoilers. Um, this guy, Ian Quinn, like the music in the episode and the way Coulson says it is with so much venom in his voice. So much venom in his voice. It makes me intrigued as to what's happened. What, like, is there something there? What's going on? And we also learned that Ian Quinn had, like, I don't know if it's kidnapping or stole or whatever, this physicist whom we know his name as Dr. Franklin Hall. And they obviously know each other, too, because Dr. Hall says something about Ian. It's one thing that you steal my ideas, but stealing him or stealing me, really? So they obviously know each other and they obviously have a history together. And something important to mention is that where Ian is located is in Malta, the country, uh, yeah. And, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. can't actually, like, touch him or whatever without breaking international law. So, at this point in the episode, I'm like, well, what the heck is, are they, are the, is the team going to do if they can't do anything about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, Ian shows Dr. Hall the small device, like the one we see earlier in the episode, and then shows him the design that he has, which is like 12 feet in diameter. So much bigger than the small device, and the small device was flipping cars. So it makes me scared to think what this 12-foot diameter device could do. If the one was flipping cars. <laughs> um, so yeah. We then get shot back to the team. And we find out that this the element that's in the middle of this device is called gravitonium. And apparently Dr. Hall had written a, a lot of books, a lot of papers on it, whatever. And most people didn't even believe it existed. Most people thought it was a fictional element, whatever. But it's a real element that we find. And the uh, explanation we get from Fitz is that gravitonium kind of disrupts the gravity in that area. Um, and, like, whenever it senses, like, an electro-kinetic um, energy, I don't know, you'll have to watch the episode, I'm doing a really bad job, but, like, kinetic energy of some sort disrupt that area, then the gravitonium becomes solid and can flip cars. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> All bright and cheery. And then we get shot back to Ian and Franklin. And Ian's like, 
you had so many ideas with this. Think about what you could do with this much gravitonium and this big of a device, whatever. He's pretty much trying to persuade Franklin into joining his cause. And from what we see, he kind of does. Like, we think he's joining the cause 100%. And then we get shot back to the team. It's so hard and confusing with all these getting different camera shoots, whatever. But we're shot back to the team, and they're planning on how to get into Quinn's compound. Because there's a shield. Uh, that's funny. There's a fence that can pretty much vaporize anything that comes into contact with it. And they can't use the rest of S.H.I.E.L.D. because that would be breaking international law. But if they do it themselves, they said that S.H.I.E.L.D. could pretty much disavow them and say they're not with us, like, they weren't supposed to do that, whatever. So, their team is trying to come up with different ideas. And, again, fits with the monkey. He's like, if we had a small monkey, he could do it. Like, oh my gosh. This dude, I love it. I love it all. The monkey could do it. I want a monkey. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, And then Ward says he could go in, give him three weeks, whatever. But three weeks is a long time. That's like a month. That's like almost a month. Some months are only three weeks. So, yeah. And Simmons says that if they find out he's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, he can be legally shot. Like, with real bullets and die. <laughs> and so Sky then says she could go in because she's not an agent with S.H.I.E.L.D. And so she wouldn't be breaking any international laws. And Ward, I don't know if Ward is trying to protect her or what. But Ward says the rising tide can't just hack themselves in. And Sky says she's willing to do it. And Ward is, once again, saying, you have no background, no experience, no training, etc., etc., whatever. Pretty much saying, because she's not a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, she can't do it. And Skye's like, I know, but I have an invitation. And let me tell you, that's an exact quote, because I thought that was important. The face, the faces of the team were priceless priceless they were just like ward literally just got done saying that sky couldn't hack herself into this event and she did sky hacked herself into the event that she wanted to go to or not wanted but needed to go to for shield and it was amazing and then so then the team dissipates or whatever and ward is talking to colson in colson's office about sky and Ward's saying she's he's worried about her loyalty and safety. So I guess protection, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's worried about her loyalty and safety. And I think that's important to mention is that Ward is worried about Skye's loyalty because she's she was or is a part of the rising tide. Even though she's completely willing and able to help them right now. She even says she'd help them because this guy is important to Fitz and Simmons. Because Fitz and Simmons were the only people to actually be nice to her. They pretty much gained Sky's trust. I wouldn't say trust, but maybe like 
Sky's favor because they were nice to her, unlike May or Ward. I mean, Coulson was indifferent about her, but Fitz and Simmons were actually nice to her. And that's important. And so he's saying he's worried about her loyalty and safety and says even training her as her hit, even training her as her SO has been difficult because she he's tried being the nice guy. He's trying being the hard guy and he needs a new strategy. And Coulson says something that's really intriguing. He says, try no strategy. Try just being a person. And he's like, what's that going to do for her? And he says, well, try being a person teaching her on how to think like an operative. And I think that's, that's got to be something. I mean, I don't know, but I think it has to be something. And after this talk or whatever, Ward is then trying to teach Skye how to disarm somebody with a gun. And, like, it's kind of an important, like, Skye always tries to joke around. And I relate a lot to Skye. Like, in serious situations, I try to joke around a lot because I'm just trying to ease the tension, you could say. But Ward is trying to tell Skye that this is really important and that she can't just, like, keep joking around. And earlier, as he's training her, he says... Every agent has a defining moment. And he, she asks Ward, well, what was your defining moment? And he just leaves. As he's teaching her to disarm somebody with a gun, he says, my little brother and I always got beat up by my older brother. And I remember this one time I was just trying to protect my little brother because he ate a piece of his cake. What? Like, his older brother, what he tells us is that his older brother was beating him and his little brother up because they eat a piece of his cake. And it wasn't just, like, play fighting. Like, Ward describes it as, like, he was, like, actually fighting, fighting us. And Ward just wanted to protect his little brother. He says that was his defining moment. Even though he wasn't a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent yet, but that was his defining moment of wanting to help people. So, that was a little dark. So then the team gets together and is getting a plan together. And they get this plan pretty much saying Sky's going to go in, find a receptor of some sort, and disarm the fences that'll turn anything to dust or toast and whatever. And May talks to Coulson and says she's worried about seeing combat. She's already seen more combat than she would have liked. And Coulson's like, we need a two-man job, two man, two people to go in, one to get Dr. Hall and one to get Sky. And May is, like, looking at him like, are you seriously going to send me in after I'm telling you this? And he's like, that's why I'm going in. And he says something. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Coulson says he's going in. And then he says, you forget, I saw plenty of action with the Avengers. So this is another um, hit to the Mar- hint to the Marvel Universe 
of, like, you know, Coulson was in the Avengers, whatever. And May says, and you died. But, like, under her breath after he left and whatever. And I think, this is me personally, I think at this point in the episode, I have it written here, says, I think May wants to be in combat, but something is holding her back. Something happened. I think it has to do with the cavalry, because she never wants to be called that. And she doesn't get called that in this episode ever. But something is holding her back from wanting to be in combat or something. So, then we get, and after May says, and you died, um, we see Sky getting out of a taxi, going to the party. And... Uh, Sky's like talking with people. This one guy comes up to her, "Who are you?" And Sky's like, "Oh, I'm Sky." Blah, blah, and like casually talks to this dude about apparently he built Dubai and he asks her she asks him where his wife is. "Oh, is she home with the twins whatever?" And Fitz and Simmons are with May and they ask May, "How is she doing?" And May says, "She's good." Like Apparently, this is, like, Sky's doing a great job, which I love to see. I like to see Sky flourishing. I like to see it. And if you hear me clapping, that's for emphasis. <laughs> so, um, then after May says Sky's good, Sky sees Ian come into the party, and she tries to use some, like, fancy talk, like, the eagle, the eagle has landed, blah, blah, blah. And May is just like, what are you doing? And Sky's like, I see Ian. I'm going to go talk to him. <laughs> and then goes and talks to him, which is awesome. And so, yeah. So then Sky goes to Ian as he's talking to this group and whatever. And he pretty much says, like, oh, this is Sky with the rising tide whatever, they want information to the public just like we do, blah, 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 and they've even done some really important and difficult stuff, and Sky likes to say, Sky says, I like to be called a hacktivist, and Ian goes on to say that they pretty much think alike, like him and the rising tide saying they want the truth out into the world and all of that. And we sort of see, and then Sky says, what, are you offering me a job? And Ian says, yeah, I am. And Sky kind of looks taken aback by that. And for a second, or for that whole frame, we see her, like, actually considering it. Considering taking this job with this guy whom she is supposed to be helping S.H.I.E.L.D. take down. And then Ian is giving a meeting to all the shareholders and whatever. And Sky leaves the meeting and goes into his house. I, I'm assuming that's what it is. And is looking for a computer or a wireless receiver in which she could, like, take down the electric fence thing from around the compound because Ward and Coulson are waiting to get in. <laughs> And as she's looking 
for the computer, she gets caught by Ian talking to Fitz, Simmons, and May. And Ian is like, what are you looking for? Whatever. And Sky plays it off like, oh, I'm just like looking for like how the operations actually are. And Ian's like, you're treating me like an enemy. I'm not an enemy. And Sky does it. Sky's backed into a corner right here. And she eventually writes a note and says like, and starts saying things like, well, I know that we can be truthful with each other. And the note says, S.H.I.E.L.D. is listening. And you think now she's betraying S.H.I.E.L.D. Because she's, like, telling him S.H.I.E.L.D. is listening. And eventually, um, the team, well, the team thought she was done for. Because she literally got caught. But, um... I think Simmons says she sweet-talked her way into Ian's office and fits. Oh, my gosh. As much as, ju as I just got done saying I love Fitz and I love his little quips, his addiction with the monkey. Not addiction. That sounds weird. But his romanticization of getting a monkey to do his little work for him. Fitz literally said, and if you are... Listening with little ears. Here comes a warning. Fitz literally says, oh, she probably got in by. And then gestures to his chest and says, probably by using her boobs. And I'm like sitting here like, Fitz, I loved you so much. And now you go and say that. What the heck? But it's whatever. And then we get back shot to Ian and Sky, and Ian asked Sky why Shield trusted her with this operation. And Sky said, "Well, they were backed into a corner, had no options left." And then she says, "Well, I like to keep mine open." Further insinuating that she's going to take this job that he's offering her. And then she takes out a. The compact mirror from her purse that Fitz and Simmons gave her to disarm the fence. And it turns green. And she closes it and places it on the table. And Ward and Coulson get in. Thank God. I was sitting at the edge of my seat like, is she going to do it? Isn't she going to do it? Is she going to do it? Isn't she going to do it? And she did it. Which means she did not betray S.H.I.E.L.D. Which makes me happy. And... Ian, after all this is done, Ian tries to continue to persuade her, saying, she would like to take somebody with no family, bring them in, someone who's lonely and desperate, and all of this stuff. And Skye's just sitting there like, uh, what? And, like I said, she does the plan, and some of Ian's security guards come in and say, we have been infiltrated or whatever. And Sky's like, oh, about time, like perfect timing. And then she gets a gun pointed at her. And I'm sitting here, completely forgot about what happened earlier in the episode. And I'm sitting here like, oh no, what's she gonna do? And yeah. But then we're left on that cliffhanger and we get shot to Dr. Hall and seeing what he's doing. And Coulson finds him. And Coulson learns 
that Dr. Hall actually leaked his path and his location of where he was going to be on purpose because he knew that he knew what Ian was going to do was bad and he decided that he was going to have to destroy the gravitonium which is like huge everybody's thinking he got kidnapped when really he allowed himself to be kidnapped and now he's going to end on the right side of history and destroy the gravitonium even though it could literally it will literally end up in the whole place being under the ocean. And then after that, we get shot back up to Sky and Ian. And Ian's choking her, has a gun pointed to her, and he Sky uses he's saying, um, Shield is big brother. Shield, like, you know, and if you've never read 1984 by uh George by George Orwell. Um, he's referring to Big Brother in that book. Great book. 10 out of 10 recommend. But that's not this. Um, so he's saying that uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is Big Brother. And Sky uses Ward's story. Like, well, S.H.I.E.L.D. might be Big Brother. But it's the Big Brother that tries to protect the little brother from the oldest brother. Because he ate too much cake or whatever. And... Ian is so confused by this. He does not care. And um, then we get left at that. And we get shot to May, Fitz, and Simmons in the bus. And May is um, telling Ward, like, you better find them. I can't do a damn thing from up here and whatever. And then we get shot to... Colson and Dr. Hall, and Col Dr. Hall is telling Colson why he did this. He's saying that he's, um, what, like, Ian's just gonna exploit this for more money, all that, and Colson says, we'll give it to S.H.I.E.L.D., and we'll take care of it, and then Dr. Hall says, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s just as bad. You caused an alien invasion by looking for unlimited power. Which is true. Like, that's the Avengers movie. That is the movie, The Avengers. And Coulson even says, uh, good point. And so, yeah. And then, um, Skye uses the disarming technique that Ward teaches her earlier in the episode. And then, um, Ian even says, huh, but do you have it? Do you have what it takes to pull the trigger? Which is exactly what Ward also tells her in the episode. Earlier in the episode. And so Ward is like this pinnacle character. Because we have bad guys using his words almost verbatim. And we have good guys using his words slash actions almost verbatim. So like... At this point, I'm confused. Is Ward a good or a bad guy? And Skye says she doesn't have what it takes to pull the trigger and jumps out the balcony into the pool and starts running. And then guards come and find her. And Ward kicks butt. He kicks butt. He takes down all the guards and gets Skye and they start leaving. And 
Coulson says, like, but we have to stop it. And he tries pulling, like, cutting the power from it. And Fitzsimmons is like, well, you have to use a catalyst to, like, um, to stop it. And he sees that Ward and Sky are watching. But at this point, it's stop this thing from blowing or die when it blows. And he's like, Dr. Hall, I understood, Stan, that you did what you had to do. And now I'm doing what I have to do. And he shoots the glass that they're standing on and jumps and grabs a rope and pretty much uses Dr. Hall to stop the gravitonium from exploding. And I think this is the first we get to see of Coulson's kind of dark side. It's really interesting. We then, like, this whole thing gets cleaned up and they're back on the bus. And Coulson is on, like, a video call with the people where the gravitonium is being held. And... He says, like, it gets locked up, it doesn't get a name, it doesn't get a number, it gets nothing, no one gets to see it, nothing, like, this thing should not be, like, on on books, on the map, anything. And after he gets done with this call, May comes in and says she wants in on the combat. And this pulls in exact, like, she wants to be in combat because of, especially the point when she says like she can't do a darn thing from up there that's when you know she wants to be in combat and she wants to be out there doing stuff and yeah and then we get shot to sky punching a punching bag and ward is watching her and um, we get more background on Ward saying he grew up in Massachusetts with his family, whatever. And we get even more background on Skye saying she was in foster homes and whatever. Like, nothing was a right fit for her. And this quote, oh my gosh, this quote that Skye says breaks my heart. She says, hoping for something and losing it hurts more than hoping for anything. Ugh. This quote, guys, this kills me. And then she, the episode ends with her saying she wants to do this and she wants it bad and continues to punch the punching bag. This episode was, like, awesome. I feel like we got so much character development in it. Uh, Coulson went from this being ultimate good guy to maybe having a little dark side in him. Ward is confusing. Sky is also confusing like what the heck but some there are i think there are two major themes throughout this episode teamwork and loyalty teamwork because essentially the whole team had to work together to get into the compound you like without sky they wouldn't have been able to get in there without fitz simmons technology they wouldn't have been able to get in there and loyalty, because I feel like with Sky's character, the loyalty aspect of it goes around a lot. Like, is she going to betray the team? Is she going to stay loyal to the team? What's happening? Well, guys, that is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like this episode, there are episodes on season one episode one season one episode two and the beginning episode telling you what this podcast is going to be about 
And that's about it. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the day. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful life. See you next week. Bye.